I'm back with episode 72 of the Odd Data Podcast. I have got the king of all creepy clowns. I've got stories still coming out of the eclipse from a few weeks back. My jackass of the week fell straight out of Hurricane Harvey. And so many more idiots I don't have time to tell you right now, including this week's featured podcast, which I was peer pressured into by its host, I've got Gareth's Random Ramblings. And of course, because it's me, I've got a coffee story. So let's get things going. Beginning on that old podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the Odd Dad Out, and this is the show where I share my twisted little view of things in the world, and make fun of idiots in the news, and always wrap it up with a podcast I think you should listen to, because sharing is caring. That's just what I do. So... Before I get started, I do want to say, um, I hope to all of my American listeners, I hope you had a happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, And I guess to all of my non-American listeners, which actually I think about it as most of you, I hope you guys had a good weekend too. What the hell? What does an American holiday weekend have to keep you guys from having a good weekend? That'd be a little messed up. Like, oh, fuck you guys. It's American Labor Day. Y'all hope y'all's weekends suck balls. No, I'm, I'm, that's just stupid. Um, <laughs> but anyway, hope y'all, everybody, that's it, every week, everybody, I hope you had a good weekend, damn it, just because, because weekends are for fun. Are they? I don't fucking, I, I work. So, you know, whatever. But (laughs) anyway, um, being as we just passed Labor Day here in the States, it's kind of like the the unofficial end of the summer, you know, where it's just that point in the year where everyone just decides, okay, it's going to be fall now, even though it's just barely going into September. And it's like it's not until like the end of September ish, really, when it becomes fall. But and that, that doesn't change people from acting stupid and deciding, you know, putting up imaginary days for when the, the season end. You know, when I was a kid, you know, the summer ended the fucking first day of school. That's when it ended. You know, none of this Labor Day shit. At the same time, I don't think we actually started school until after Labor Day. So that's probably it. And that's probably where it came from. That's probably where this whole end of the summer is Labor Day, because after I don't remember starting school until after Labor Day when I was a kid. And and now they start in like the beginning of August, like end of July, beginning of August. I'm like, what the fuck happened to summer? Really? Like, eh, no, not fun. But as we've passed Labor Day and we are now into the unofficial, I guess you'd have to say American, because I don't know what the fuck they think of this in Canada and Mexico and other places here in the, the Western Hemisphere, or I guess I'd say in the Northern Hemisphere, because uh, down south and down in Australia, and where it appears most of my audience seems to be, uh, the, yeah, there it's, it's not summer right there, it's winter, and it's winter going into spring right now, so... You know, I hope you guys are, you know, I, I'm sitting here in, in hundred and something degrees 
and and they're down there in the cold. I'm pretty sure my buddy the new man is sitting there trying to fight off his uh, vegetable crops from freezing. But yeah, isn't weather and the globe? This geography lesson brought to you by the odd dad out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So we're we're getting into that. It's 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 fall season, and as it's the fall season, you start getting into the holidays because you know the fall and the, you basically get the big three holidays at the end of the year. You know, you got your Halloween, your Thanksgiving, and your Christmas, and really, you know, for those people, like, yeah, Easter is a big holiday, but it's a church holiday, specifically a church holiday, and so I'm I'm, I'm leaving that out because really, the only other two major holidays are like your other holidays out of the year. You've got your Easter, Valentine's Day, and 4th of July. 4th of July being a strictly American holiday, so, you know, that's got to go out the window. Uh, Easter, strictly a religious holiday. That's going out. And Valentine's Day, is it depends on who you are. Some people find it incredibly depressing, so bye. So the only three holidays that count are Halloween, Thanksgiving, and, and Christmas. And <clears throat> we are coming up. And granted, yeah, it's the beginning of, of September right now, and it's still technically two months away, but we are now into Halloween season because, you know what, Halloween doesn't get enough of uh, credit for being an awesome holiday in our house. It's If we could keep the house decorated for Halloween year-round, we would. We're already the weird, quiet ones, so what's the fuck difference to come in and live in a haunted house? But it, it's kind of funny because we all we really do actually decorate our house with just Halloween decorations, and not like the really cheesy, creepy, like the the weird cheesy stuff. You know, we don't have little dancing ghosts at the at the front door or anything. But it seems like our our home decor comes almost exclusively from the Halloween section of craft stores and and. And nothing like we don't go to Party City looking for home decorations because that shit's cheap and cheesy. That's where you get the the corny, really goofy, kitschy stuff. You know, we want the good quality stuff. If I want a skull on my wall, I want it to be nice. I want it to be pretty. We want like the really nice statues, the really nice, like the, like the candelabra. Uh, you know, it it doesn't. I don't want any cheesy you know, corny decorations, but the stuff we're into, it's all, you know, Halloween stuff we've got, but we've got like our jack-o'-lantern we've got. Now, if if you've been around, you know, we don't carve jack-o'-lanterns. We have a big clay jack-o'-lantern that we use every year because we honestly would rather use the pumpkin for pie. And so we've got our big clay jack-o'-lantern sits on the shelf in the kitchen plain view year round. We've got a big cat, like black cat carving sits up on the shelf, plain view year round. Uh, some really nice, uh, what's it? Uh, the sugar skulls, but they're like, a, it's like, I don't, I don't know how to describe them, but they're that, the Dia de los Muertos. And I'm sorry, I didn't roll my accent in there properly enough, but they're like the sugar skull, but they're the full skeletons, but they're like a little married couple. They're really cute. And they're 
you know, and if you got to think something that looks cheesy because they're just so bright and colorful, but they're just these little wooden carved uh, skeletons and they're really cute, not cheesy at all. Sit on our entertainment center, you know, along with a big silver candle, skull candle, and just all this. This is just how we normally decorate, you know, that's, that's our thing. We just... We look forward to Halloween season because it means we can start buying new shit for the house. And this year, we found out this, you know, the spirit stores, those Halloween superstores, well, they're opening one up. I mean, they're seasonal. They're only open like two months out of the year, basically. They're probably going to open up in another week and they'll be closed the week after Halloween. But they are opening our local spirit store right down the street from our house, like a mile away from our house, which is awesome. They recently, last few years, they've all been, because if you, if you're familiar with spirit stores, they basically take, here's an empty store location. It's like, oh, it's an old pay less shoes or it's an old, it's basically got to be like an old grocery store or something like that, but they're basically an empty spot and they rent the space out for a couple of months. And our previous location, well, somebody rented the space and now it's a fucking like retail shop or something like that. And so they keep having every year. It's in a different location, a different location. Well, they just recently closed a an Albertsons right by our house. Well, that's the spirit store this year, which is awesome because in the past years, it's been so far away. We're like, I'm, I'm not driving an hour or like 45 minutes to go to the spirit store because they may not have anything we are interested in. And so we, we haven't gone for a few years. <clears throat> and now my wife is super excited. She's just sitting here counting down. She's like, when are they going to open? When are they going to open? Because it means we get to go look at new stuff. And, it, and it's really funny because we, you know, we don't give two shits about decorating the house 99% of the time, but you know, the spirit store opens up. We got to do it. We got to go check out. We got to check out the stuff, even if we don't actually buy anything. That's probably the funniest part of it. Even if we very rarely do we buy anything at the spirit store. We don't buy Halloween costumes there. We don't, but it's fun to go in there and look around. It's fun to go in there and see all of the stuff. Even if it just gives us ideas, even if all we do is buy a sign or like one little witch statue or something like that. But it's it's just a fun experience to go in, and we're looking forward to it this year because they're in a fucking grocery store. It's going to be huge. We're just ah. But at the same time, my wife has also been cruising like the ads for the the craft stores, or Hobby Lobby and Michaels and all that, because it looks like at least Michaels has really stepped up their their uh, Halloween game this year. Because my wife was already seeing a couple weeks ago in their on their website seeing uh, Halloween decorations, really nice stuff. To the point where she was like, "Hey, we need to get this guy, and we need to get this, and we need to get this." And I'm just looking at him like, "That's expensive shit." Like because it's, I mean, it's not like you're going to a Halloween store. You're going to Michaels, which is a you know a well-established. It's a craft store. They they want the nice stuff there. Well, she's looking at like, you know, wood carved skeleton statues and, you know, iron candelabras and 
you know, really nice uh, snow globes and things like this. And I'm like, well, that's all fine and everything, but it's fucking expensive. But she did finally actually, I guess you'd say she tricked me into it because, well, like I've mentioned before, she's gone back to school and she's had a bunch of, like right now she's doing a, I guess you could say it's like a social media marketing sort of, it's like a, a web development kind of class. And for this class, she has to build a website and she has to take her own photos for it and she has to put together graphics and all these different things. Well, one of the things she had to do was like build her own little header image and she had to take an original photo because you can't, like, so you don't have to give like legal attribution and all that stuff. Well, her idea was to have all these books and some creepy stuff. And she put all this, this photo together with some of our books and some of our existing decorations. And like, we took a nice picture and she's like, well, it's not what I wanted. What I really wanted, it was like this with this thing, like here. I was like, well, we don't have that. It's like, well, they've got it over at Michael's. So yeah, but we don't have it right now, which turned into, I'm going to go get it. So she basically used her photo uh, job, not job, uh, class, her kind of assignment for this thing to kind of weasel her way into, I'm going to go to Michael's and I'm going to buy up all of these uh, accessories and all of these decorations that I want to have so I can use them in this photo and then we'll just decorate the house with them, which I, I can't totally fault the logic because it's like. I can't, I can't fault her for using that logic because it's totally sound. It was stuff we wanted to get, but fuck, it's expensive. She went in there. It was like 60 something dollars for a few decorations. Now they're really pretty. I really like them. They absolutely fit in the house and everything looks great, but she really weaseled her way into getting all those because I had basically told her, no, we can't get them. They're too expensive. That's just too much. But we now have a skeleton kind of perched on the shelf and a really nice, heavy as fuck, uh, snow globe with bats and skeletons inside and a nice iron candelabra. And of course, because, you know, we got it, she had to get little like flame tea lights to go in it and everything. Uh, the pictures came out really nice. I'll say that we spent a shit ton of time framing these pictures with our, with books and, and creepy stuff and, and all this and putting it all together and taking tons of pictures and, uh, you know, for future here, pro tip, taking a picture of a snow globe is hard because, you know, light and globes and refraction and yeah, they basically glow whenever you turn on the light. So it, yeah, it made the picture tricky, but we did it. And now we've got a whole bunch more, uh, Halloween decoration stuff. And we're still waiting for the spirit store to open. We're still waiting. So we're probably going to pick up more stuff when that opens. And there's still more stuff she wants to get at Michael's. And I I can't argue with a lot of the stuff. They have some really nice stuff this year. So we may end up going back there and buying more Halloween stuff just because this is the only time of the year we can get it. You know, but yeah, it's going to be a, that's, and that's just, it's just the beginning. It's just barely Labor Day. And, and we're already like 
d- you know, deep, you know, was it head first diving into our Halloween decorations, we are probably going to spend way too much money. I think we probably already did. We probably already spent too much on Halloween decorations this year. But we are definitely going to way overspend on Halloween decorations this year. Uh, yeah, because that I think it's just the side effect of we're finally getting our finances in order. So we can, because in years past, there's no way we could have thrown down, you know, $20 for a, a snow globe or like 20 something, $30 for a skeleton. We just couldn't. We'd want to. Oh man, we'd want to. We we couldn't do it. But yeah, I guess it's a good thing that we had the money right now to to buy the fun stuff we want to, and surprise the boys first thing in the morning when they see a skeleton on top of the entertainment center, and and all that jazz. So I guess freaking out the boys is worth it, right? <laughs> all right. Enough rambling about Halloween decorations. I am going to take my first Potter and Family promo break. And you know what? I think in honor of my my buddy Gareth uh, feature this week, I think every promo this week is going to be from another show from Australia, just for the hell of it. So let's jump into this week's Aussie promos. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Tip 21. If your portable telephone rings whilst you're enjoying a film, it is a dick move to answer your telephone and speak at a normal volume during a screening. Instead, exit the cinema and return the call in private. It should have been off anyway, fuckhead! For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. What's happening with the Mole Man? What, what's happening to the new man? What's happening with the Mole Man? I don't know the song about the new man. Hey, it's the new man. If you're looking for a new podcast to check out, why not check out what's happening with the new man, with the crazy bad scientist from Australia talking about all sorts of things from gardening to cooking to life at home with your kids. What's happening with the new man podcast is the one for you. Check it out now. It's on iTunes, what's happening with the new man, also on Podbeam and all your social media pipes. Make sure you press the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You don't want to miss this hilarious podcast from Australia. What's happening with the new man? Alright, before I get into the, the serious idiocy, like I said, I can't be left alone with a coffee story. So, Jack Daniels coffee is now a thing. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a big drinker, and really something like Jack Daniel's whiskey, which I I appreciate that it's it's basically kind of the American standard. It's it's really the you know there are some people that it, it's Jack or nothing, and that's fine. But it's it's not totally really my thing. Coffee is though, and so I'm I'm more than a little intrigued. With the prospect of Jack Daniels whiskey infused coffee. 
And of course, because people nowadays are kind of sissies when it comes to coffee, it also comes in decaf. <clears throat> and, and I mean that with that decaf isn't coffee. That's just no. It's it's coffee flavored water. It's much like this non-alcoholic whiskey infused coffee, but it's it's like taking the flavor infusion too far. But it is kind of interesting to me. My biggest problem, it's just it's kind of a little expensive. It's like 22 bucks for a bag of coffee. So it's, it's, it's on the high end. But at the same time, you're talking about, you know, premium Arabica coffee infused with a you know, well-established, you know, whiskey. So you, you kind of, you're paying for some branding there. But I'd be willing to give it a try if anybody out there wants to send me some because I'm not about to buy it myself. Uh, it's available on the Jack Daniels website. You can buy it. And I think it says it's going to be in there. I, I didn't know Jack Daniels has like little stores and shit, but apparently it's going to be there. So if anybody out there wants to send me a bag or even a little sample bag, I think they got a little sample bag. Anyone wants to send me a bag of Jack Daniels uh, whiskey infused coffee? I, I, I'd totally be grateful. I'm totally down for that. Um, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Odd Dad Out, and I'll, I'll totally say you send me all the fucking coffee you want. Anybody, it doesn't even have to be Jack Daniel's coffee. Send me whatever the hell coffee, cause, cause, cause me and coffee. All right, moving on. We're getting into the fun stuff. The Alamo Draft House, I think the original Alamo Draft House in Austin, <clears throat> is going to host a clowns only screening of. It. And for those of you who do not know, they have recently remade the Stephen King classic uh, It with Pennywise the Dancing Clown, which was originally played by Tim Curry and is one of basically it's the scariest, like freakiest ass fucking clown ever. And it's you could almost and I'm sure somebody could totally make the argument. Tim Curry's version of Pennywise the Clown is basically the reason people hate clowns. <laughs> he is the creepy clown. There is no other creepy clown besides uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise. And anybody else is just imitating. But it actually, this actually stems from a guy. If you remember back when uh, Wonder Woman came out, Alamo Draft House, they kind of do these sort of themed screenings. And they did women's only screenings of Wonder Woman. Well, of course, a bunch of fucking bros got all pissed off and bitchy and didn't go, oh, you're going to do a man's only screening and blah, blah, blah. Well, one guy said, like, what's next? A clown's only, or like a screening of it for people who identify as clowns. And they're like, hey, that's a great idea. So they're doing it. So they're going to be having like face painting and, and and photo booths and all this shit for the clowns only screening of it at the Austin Alamo Draft House. Cause clowns. Uh, Alright, let's get into the stupid people, shall we? Uh this one's a little old and I, I intended to cover this one last week and then a hurricane hit. But a family breaks an eight hundred year old coffin by putting their kid in it. Yep. 
Uh, let's see. In England, an Essex family managed to knock over and break an 800-year-old sandstone coffin in a museum by trying to place their child in it for a photo. Because, you know, there's not robes and barriers that say, get the fuck away from this thing. It's 800 years old and fragile. But, yeah, they, of course, they fled. And were, because they're stupid, they were caught. And why? Because it's a fucking museum, you idiots. There's cameras everywhere. You really think you're going to be able to do anything dumb in a museum without being on, on camera somewhere? That's like in every heist movie. It's the first thing they do. Take out the cameras. Before they take out the guards, they take out the cameras. And these idiots are trying to get a fucking stupid ass picture by putting their kid in a fucking sand 800. Why would you do that? It's not like you're going to the Natural History Museum and taking that picture inside the, the giant, the, like the Megalodon or the giant shark's jaws that are just sitting on the floor and they have it taped so you can take a picture with it. No, this is behind a fucking barrier in a big case and shit. You dumb fucks. Uh, unfortunate. And I say unfortunately because I wish these people for their stupidity got a worse punishment. But apparently... It's not going to cost that much to fix the thing. They're like, yeah, it was already kind of broken. And it's got cracks. And it just it's just one of those things. So it, they're like, they'll be on the hook for the repair cost. But it's going to have to be a couple hundred bucks. Which is kind of fucked. I was like, no. Make these people replace the whole goddamn... It's, 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 it's priceless and irreplaceable. And leave them on the hook for thousands and thousands and millions of dollars for being dumb fucks. Be, be, make it a dumb fuck charge. Uh, okay. Now, I've I've talked about, like, rules about dancing in the Middle East, and on the last show, I had that guy who was arrested for dabbing. Which, yeah, it's dumb. Dabbing is dumb, and he should be... He should at least be smacked upside the head for dabbing. Well... In Saudi Arabia, a 14-year-old boy was recently arrested for doing the Macarena. Yeah, I, I am assuming the Macarena just made it to Saudi Arabia because that shit happened when I was in, like, fucking elementary. There was that back in 95 was the Macarena. I guess the Macarena just made it to Saudi Arabia. Well, this kid just got arrested <clears throat> for walking out into the middle of the street. And this is on video. And I believe I have the video posted in the show notes at odddeadout.blogspot.com. Plug, plug. But the, uh, yeah, this kid walks out into the middle of the street, stands in front of a car, and is doing the Macarena in the middle of the street. And like I mentioned before, for the most part, Western dancing and culture are banned in most Middle Eastern countries. Even the ones we're kind of friendly with. Western stuff is banned, and so the Macarena, as idiot, idiotic as it is, and holy fuck out of date, this is this 14-year-old kid, this dance is old enough to, his parents could have done this, this is older, way older than him, and he's doing the Macarena, so it's banned, so he was arrested, because I'm not even blaming the kid, not even blaming the kid. I'm going to blame the dumb laws because, really, if you're going to ban a dance in Saudi Arabia, ban, ban, ban dabbing, fine, ban dabbing, it's fucking stupid. The Macarena is just old. Really, there's no point. 
it's it's not even really a dance. So, yeah, come on. Dr. Evil did the Macarena. Uh, <laughs> wow, Austin Powers reference. All right. Now let's get into more idiots. Coming out of the eclipse, I uh, people are being treated for putting sunscreen on their eyes during the eclipse because people are fucking dumb. And I, I can't even say I don't believe it because people are that fucking dumb. People are like, oh, don't look directly at the sun. It'll burn your eyes. Here, let me put sunscreen on it. That'll protect my eyes because you're a fucking idiot. Uh, there, there's no limit to the amount of, of dumb. There really isn't. I, I, the more I do this, the more I realize that there is, there's nothing that will surprise me about people's uh, level of idiocy. Really? I probably should have saved this one closer to the end, but I was, I, I've, I was sitting on this since uh, last week. But yeah, there have been just multiple reports of doctors having to treat people for sunscreen in their eyes because they wanted to protect their eyes during the eclipse. Because, you know, the fucking, uh, what was those eclipse glasses that you could, there are people buying eclipse glasses for a couple of bucks and people like, I'd, heard people just saying, hey, I just put on a welder's mask. Like, spend a couple of bucks, because guess what? Good sunscreen is expensive. I'm not even saying you should have put sunscreen in your eyes, but if you were going to protect your eyes from sunscreen, I imagine you probably were having to use, like, a SPF 75 or a 100, something really up there. And well, that shit's expensive, because I that's what we buy for my wife because she burns in the shade. So, you're probably want to, if you want to get that, you know, eclipse level protection, you got to go with the SPF 100 and that's expensive. So you probably just buy the miner's mask, miner's mask, welders. I don't know. Do miners wear masks? I don't know. <clears throat> welders mask Buy the welders mask or the cheap paper fucking uh, eclipse glasses. Cause I saw those all over the damn place. I was seeing that shit all over the ground after the eclipse. <sighs> or you can just, you know, die because you're dumb. You're going to be fucking blind anyway. That's it. These people are blinding themselves, avoiding blinding themselves. Uh, all right. This one, this doesn't surprise me at all. And I, I could, if, if this place wasn't saying that it was more than one person, or at least happening multiple times, I'd say it was a, 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 an honest mistake. But a Boston area library is officially asking patrons to not pay their late fees with Chuck E. Cheese tokens. And again, if this was a one-time thing, if they had like, oh, somebody left Chuck E. Cheese tokens with for one of their late fees, fine. But apparently this is like a, a recurring problem, and it may be the same schmuck that's sitting there trying to do it, because, oh, it's the same size, because they're about the same size as a quarter. But apparently they've had this problem for a while and people are, they keep receiving like Chuck E. Cheese tokens for late fees. And I get what's, there's another place out there, but fucking video game tokens and almost everybody's getting rid of them anyway. I think the only place, the only th the games at Chuck E. Cheese you still use tokens for are like the, those little ones where you like drop the coin in the top and you got to push the coins off and all that shit. Everyone's phasing out tokens. Everyone's going to the cards now. But, yeah, 
I at least in in a certain sense of logic, you're like, oh well, the the Chuck E. Cheese tokens cost me a quarter, so it's worth a quarter. So I'm going to give you four four Chuck E. Cheese tokens, and that's a dollar, and my fees a dollar, and here you go, man. I don't know why they sound like that, but that's how they sound. But yeah, sure. Like I said, if it were one time honest mistake, I know I've pulled out a, a Chuck E. Cheese token or a, an arcade token once in a while when I was younger, but to basically pay my entire late fee with with video game tokens is a bit of a stretch. But all of that fun leads me to this week's Jackass of the Week. Televangelist Joel Osteen? Joel Osteen? Sure. Um, if you recall, just coming out of Hurricane Harvey, he did not open up. And he lives, he's in Houston. He's based out of Houston, where all the flooding was. Well, he came under a lot of fire for not opening up his church his mega church, which was made out of an old football stadium, like 16,000 seat football arena, did not open it up to, uh, as a relief, as like, as a shelter for people in the hurricane. And after a great deal of social media pressure, he opened it up like four days later after a shit ton of social media pressure. Well, he's recently said in interviews that he didn't open up his Houston area megachurch because the city never asked him to. And originally he even said, oh, well, there's flood damage and it's flooded and so it's not a good place. And immediately people on social media were like, um, here's a picture of the church, not flooded. And then he posted, and said, okay, we're opening up the church and we're like, but like, really? Like, dude, like, nobody asked you to? Is that, that's like one of the most unchristian things you could possibly say. And I'm sorry, I, I, I do not like these televangelist guys, these guys that go on TV when they're, that are fucking multimillionaires and are just leeching off of their, their, uh, what's it, their followers and their parishioners. That's the word that are people are just giving them all this fucking money and they're building these mega churches. And like, oh, our church can seat 16,000 people. And like, and half of them are dying and they're leaving you their fortunes because you're a fucking con man. But, you know, I just, people that are getting rich off of, of being a pastor is, it, it's, it's morally reprehensible. But it's even more morally reprehensible when your same parishioners are drowning in the street and your dumb fuck ass won't open up your 16,000 seat arena to help people when every other major place around has opened their doors. And I heard like the mayor of Houston was, was saying, Hey, don't give him so much trouble. There's lots of other places that didn't open up that are flooded and blah, blah, blah. His place wasn't flooded. He has a fucking football arena that he could be housing people in and providing shelter to thousands of people who need help when the city is fucking underwater and his bitch ass is saying, well, nobody asked me to. You shouldn't have to ask you to. 
you're you're supposed to be a a religious leader you're supposed to be helping the community and you sheltered yourself up and tried to hide behind like nobody asked nobody should ask you you should be hey do we are we safe okay open the fucking doors and Instead, he's saying, well, we thought, well, what would have happened if, what if, what if, what if, what happened if we opened it up as a shelter and then the waters came up and it flooded? We're like, well, you know what? That's a few more days they had of shelter. You know, so what if, what if, what if ain't shit. Sometimes shelters flood too, but you know what? It wasn't flooded when you started saying and started talking your shit. So Joel Osteen can suck a dick. Because he, that is just, like I said, morally reprehensible and irresponsible as a religious leader to close off your church to people in need. That's just that. There were people in need and he did not help until people pressured him into it. So, you know, fuck you, Joel Osteen. I think he's kind of a schmuck anyway. He's a smarmy looking bastard. But, alright. Enough of that, jackass. Uh, I will be right back after these further Aussie promos with my, my speaking of peer pressured uh, featured podcast, Garrett's Random Ramblings. Hello, my friends. We are the Who Spiked the Puns podcast. My name is Bradley J, and I'm here with Nico. Hello, guys. And Fuzzy Dan. Hello. And we are a pun podcast. We watch two movies a week. You go. Two movies. <laughs> How about you go? <laughs> we watch two movies every week that have absolutely nothing to do with each other except for the fact that they have uh, a tenuous link in their titles. Dan, if you'd like to give us an example, perhaps. Uh, we recently did an episode that John Wickerman. John Wicker Man. We did 10 Things I Hate About U-Turn. And our upcoming episode t- to be recorded tomorrow, The Evil Deadpool. We discuss each of these movies individually, and then we do what we like to call the mashup, and that what these movies might stylistically look like if they were had crossover characters or plots or scenarios, etc. Exactly. And this is all fueled by our rage and um, lots of drinks. Uh, we have drinking rules, so you can drink along at home. Or in the office, or wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> On the bus. <laughs> Driving to work. <laughs> Brown bagging it in public transport, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we give uh, we give shot penalties for particularly good puns. We give shot penalties for particularly bad puns. <laughs> and lots of high fives thrown around, so, you know, it's all good. You can find us on iTunes, and you can find us on all your other podcast catches, Stitcher Radio, etc. You can also stream us right from our website, which is com. We hope you check it out. Hope to see you out there in podcast land. Enjoy! Stay cool till later. (laughs) Recommended listening. Do you know what I hate, Bex? What's that? Movie trailers. Seriously. We go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've got to wait 10-15 minutes to watch like 7 or 8 trailers for movies some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already! I don't want to see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a, a, you know, like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, that we try and do every single week? That you can find on Spreaker and iTunes, or you can check out on GarrisRandomRamblings.space. You know what? I love trailers, they're the best. He's just a guy, he loves to ramble randomly across.
across the wire, it's Gareth. Oh, that Gareth. Okay, so I, you know, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I had kind of connected with a couple of other podcasters that live out near me. And some crazy Australian guys started kind of butting into the conversation. That was Gareth. And I, we've kind of become pretty good buds over the last few weeks. It's It's been kind of funny. It seems like when he gets drunk, he decides he's going to, you know, harass me on Twitter, which is perfectly fine because when he's up, when he's awake at normal human hours for Australia, I'm at work. So whatever, it's fine. But I wouldn't be, as much as I say, he peer pressured me into featuring the show. I was going to feature his show anyway. He basically just nagged me into moving it up the list. Because, like I've, I've said, recently I've kind of put up a lot of, of stuff on Twitter about, hey, if you have a podcast recommendation, let me know. Well, he just kept nagging me. I'd be like, hey, when are you going to feature me on this in this exclusive list of yours? I was like, I'm fucking going to do it. I've got a lot of other shows that I've been, that have been recommended to me that I've been checking out. But I would, I got to say, Garrett's Random Ramblings, it is one of those much like uh, pre-recorded live, much like it's, it's one of those shows where you've got people that are just, they have a good chemistry and they just have fun. And it's a lot like how I do with my wife, with mom and dad cuss. It is Gareth and his wife, Bex. And they basically just kind of ramble and they talk a lot of shit. And it, the, the subject of conversation can go from serious to just fucking wonky and out there. And it's really funny because the first episode I listened to, they were talking about like injuries and shit they've sustained. And uh, this is how I broke my nose. And this is how that little twat, you know, when I was three years old, broke my nose with a fucking butter churn or whatever the fuck. Or... You know, here's me getting doped up on, uh, was it Green Whistle? Which I had to fucking ask him, what the fuck's a Green Whistle? You know, and all this weird shit. So the first thing I hear is basically all these horror stories about ways they've all gotten themselves all fucked up on shit. <clears throat> but it's fun. And I, I to say random ramblings is the best description you could possibly give this show. And... It's one of those where if I could use that name, I would, but there's a lot of random ramblings shows out there, but they're just funny. And I, I, I have to say, I have a certain appreciation for Australian humor and the style of humor. Maybe that's why I'm so popular out there, but I, I, it seems like from my, my love of the Sands Pants shows and all those guys. And as you heard, all of the different Australian shows that I ran this week that I listened to. I like Australian humor. It fits me. But uh, Gareth, he's a fun guy. He's cool. Um, he actually, the first night that I talked to him, he actually sent me a message saying, you know, hey, your wife's really funny. You guys are really funny. You guys need to do more shows together, which is what's resulted in the resurgence of my wife and I doing the mom and dad cuss show, which had been on break for a few months. Uh, it was kind of his prodding that, you know, gave us the motivation and it mostly gave my wife the motivation to get up and do the show. It was like, Hey, you're funny. They're funny. We're funny. We're goofy people. And so I, I dig their show. It's just, it's just a fun time to be had to listen to them, uh, 
mostly giving each other shit. That's a lot of it. It's a lot of them just giving each other shit. And it's one of those things where I think if they were by themselves, it probably wouldn't work as well. Because I will say it's it's tough uh, being funny by yourself. That's why I make fun of the news. Uh, but they make fun of the news. They make fun of each other. They make fun of their friends. They give each other shit about what little town in New Zealand they're from. And because <laughs> they're both from New Zealand. And dear God, do not ever call a fucking Kiwi an Aussie because they will cut you. But it's, it's, there's a difference. But they're, they're great and they're, they're hilarious. And it's absolutely, and I'm, I probably don't have to tell you to listen to this show. Not that I haven't spent the last five minutes telling you to listen to this show, but they're, they're funny and they're a, they're a good couple of people that are just worth listening to for the, I, I, I don't know. I'm a sucker for like, legit like bickering you know when you've got those people that just are so close and can give each other so much shit and bicker and nag and and harass each other and it comes from a place of love it's like honey i love you but you suck (laughs) you can eat a bag of dicks or whatever (laughs) Uh, just like in, in the little promo straight up call him a bitch that's just it you know Fuck you and your mom. Love you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit like that. The shit that you don't hear is is got to be, you know, this is what this is the kind of stuff that makes it on mic. And that's what's funny is that, you know, if that's the shit that makes it on mic, how much funny shit do you not catch? Because my wife and I are the same way. We sometimes I really wish we just had a mic running at full full time when we're not recording because all of our best shit happens when we're not on mic. So if they are that funny on mic, how the fuck funny are they when they're not? But you should absolutely check them out because like I said, they are that funny on mic and they're crazy and they're silly and fuck. I love Australian humor. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, check them out. At Gareth's Random Ramblings at Gareth's Random Ramblings dot space because he was too cheap for the dot com. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. I don't understand that. Dot coms are cheap as fuck. Just about everything else costs more than a dot com. So what the fuck, Gareth? But that's going to do it for me this week. Remember, you can get all the links to the Jack Daniels coffee and all of the crazy weird-ass people and and the little video of the kid doing the Macarena adding the show notes at odddadout.blogspot.com And while you're there, subscribe to the show, whether you're using Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spreaker, Stitcher. I'm on TuneIn Radio now also, by the way, if you're one of those type of people. And while you're at wherever you're at subscribing, leave me a review. Or if you're not into all of those weird review places, leave me a review on the Facebook page. I really don't give two shits about iTunes and Apple Podcasts, but leave me a review on the Facebook page. Because then I, I can get right back to you, and I'd much rather get that sort of interaction. Because, you know, I, I like I said, I don't give a fuck about iTunes. Whatever. But follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Odd Dad Out. 
And until next week, thank you and good night. Good night.